Hello, everybody, and welcome to our 25th episode of the Gopher Podcast. We are now a quarter century year old, and we have a George Washington in our pocket. Ah, I see what you did there, because a George Washington is on a quarter, which is worth 25 cents. Yes. That's a good one. Wow. Well, I'm Zach Sloviak, and this is... Abby Gillespie. And we're excited to bring you the Gopher Podcast for the 25th time, and we will be discussing some of the amazing things that are wrapping the year up here at Chatfield. Um, we have a special guest who is here for his final year as well, um, so we got quite a, we got quite an episode ready for you. What do you say, Abby? Cue the band. So, Abby, this past week, a lot of people had grad parties, and kind of reflecting on that, it's the end of the year, we're getting into summer. If you had a grad party and, like, there was no budget, no anything, what are you, what type of food are you going to be feeding people? So, what are you catering into your grad party? Oh, there's definitely ice cream catered in. Like, you know, Flap Doodles has really good ice cream. Flap Doodles would be really good to have there, I'd say. For regular food, I don't know. We could do like pizza, maybe. Oh, from a specific ever... from a specific place or not really? Just... Um, I'm not too picky. Oh, so school cafeteria pizza? No, and, uh, okay, better than that, like a a restaurant. Oh, a restaurant. Pizza. Okay. Yeah. Is there like a specific pizza restaurant that is just like? 10 out of 10 for you? I really like Mr. Pizza, honestly. I've never been there. What? You gotta go. It's that good, huh? It is good. So Abby have Mr. Pizza and Flap Doodles. Yeah. That would be be probably a pretty poppin' grand party. People would probably like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't show up, but... Of course, naturally. Naturally. What if we had all the toppings for Flap Doodles, too, though? Ooh. Like, you could... It's like a Sunday bar, but it's Flap Doodles ice cream. Would it be on a Saturday or a Sunday? Saturday. Mm. See, a Sunday on a Sunday would be so much cooler, but... Nope. Saturdays are easier. Okay. So, maybe then. Maybe. Saturday might change my mind then. We'll, we'll see. Alright. What about have, you, though? I have high expectations for your grand party now next year. <laughs> you said if money was no object. Well, still, you got, you got me thinking now. I'm excited. Um, okay. I would probably... So, for my... So, when I was in high school, my real grand party, we had it, like... So my mom's one of those people that once she starts doing something or gets an idea in her head, it has to be done immediately and just like she pictured. Mm-hmm. And so I was obviously a baseball player in high school and she loves baseball, so she thought it'd be cool to rent out our like complex where we played and like give people oh like, baseball food. Which it, it sounds like a lot, but it's really not. Cause I mean, you rent out a complex for two, three hours, it's not very much. Yeah. Um, and that, so we had like hot dogs and baseball food and all that, which it was really cool. If I if I had like the choice of like my like I I don't know why I think it would be so cool but I I don't even like it like I think the restaurant's overrated but I think like the most hyped grad party thing you could do is like have B-dubs cater it True. like I think I think that would be like a legendary grad party place to like, it'd be just a legendary grad party it'd be legendary like I mean everybody talking you could have like the different sauces, you could have everything like that. I think that would be super cool. Like a wings grad party. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I think that'd be pretty cool. Even, you, you have to have all the TVs playing sports on them too. Right, like The right. real atmosphere of it. Obviously. Um, but yes, I think, so I think mine would probably be dubs. I, I don't even like Buffalo Wild Wings that much. But I mean, it's, it'd just be, I, I, guess, I think it would be, 
it'll go down in history yes. as the greatest grad party ever. Wow. So that is very high expectations. Well, that's just true. So um, <laughs> for the next section, um, so this week's weekly press conference will be with the one and only Mr. Paulson. Um, he's in his last week here at Chatfield High School for a school year, of course. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, so we were thinking on our way down, and with retirement right around the corner, everyone's always going to start with what's your favorite thing that you're looking forward to, all that. I want to know what's the thing you're going to miss the most about Chatfield? Miss the most? Well, it's going to be the students. Uh, I love being around the students. And, and uh, today, you know, obviously it was a very special day with the uh, graduates going through the graduation practice and that type of thing. And, and uh, that's very special. And, and the things like that are very traditional, like ringing the bell, so all the different um, uh, members of the class get to ring the bell. And those are the kind of special moments that I really enjoy. Um, all the activities and, of course, like the Delta program and, and seeing all the kids participate and having fun together. Uh, those are kind of the highlights and, and something that I've always enjoyed as, as far as being a principal. You've been here for about 26 years now, correct? Correct. So what do you think has kind of changed the most about the school in those 26 years? Um, well, other than email. So, of course, 26 <laughs> years ago, we, we didn't have email. And now it's like we have emails and more emails and, and more emails. So lots of emails. So that's definitely have changed quite a bit. But I think um, as far as the uh, building itself, it's... You know, we've done some great improvements and on the building. Um, with the 2008 addition and, and slight remodeling that we did in 2008 um, with the band and the choir areas and adding the multi-purpose room. But uh, the significant uh, jump was when we did a significant remodel of, of the entire building and then did another addition with our STEM shop and science um, Agar Science Room, which are great additions, and uh, the STEM lab is probably the largest uh, lab in, in all of southeastern Minnesota, so it certainly has added to our school and our programs and that type of thing. Um, the other thing that I think that is really significantly improved is the number of activities that we have. Uh, when I first came here, we never, we didn't even have FFA and uh, you know the vocational aid program so that got started and has really flourished and taken off and we have a huge number of people that are involved with that um, and then all the other things uh, have maybe have existed in in some format or whatever but they certainly uh, don't haven't existed in in the extreme nature as they do now with um, getting national titles and state contests level and and that type of thing. Um, I look at for a small school, uh, we've done extremely well and and I've always wanted to uh, emphasize the uh, academics as well as the athletics and and of course the athletics has been has been doing really really well in a lot of different programs as well but um, but the academics to me is still the the extracurricular activities is still the heart and soul 
of the schools because that's really what we're all about is, is the academic areas. And so when we start excelling in those areas and coming home with uh, championships and those kind of things, that really says a lot about um, not only our teacher, teachers, but obviously our students, um, you know, that they're going the extra mile to, to be successful and that type of thing as well. So, um, so I think that's changed. Um, and then I think that uh, our technology has obviously changed a lot. And, and uh, technology as far as in general, uh, the day-to-day -day technology that we see that everybody has, but also our technology that we're using in the classroom and that the kids are using on a regular basis. I think that has uh, significantly changed as well. Um, and I think that we are very fortunate that we have taken the level of technology to the point that we did because when we went into the distance learning, um, you know, I think we're head and shoulders above a lot of school districts as far as being able to get um, kids into the classroom uh, virtual in a pretty easy format and a pretty decent format. And um, whereas went to other schools and you see wires running around the room and, and trying to put things together as much as they possibly can, um, our system was pretty well established and set up. So, so those are some of the major things. And there's a lot of other things uh, that we could talk about as well. But, um, yeah, but those are probably the highlights that I see right now. So you picked one crazy year to go out on. Um, what is, so looking back, so when you look back in a couple years, what do you think the most difficult thing about the 2020-2021 school year with COVID that you had to go through? What do you think the most crazy or difficult thing was that you experienced? Yeah, well, one thing, and I haven't shared this with too many people, but I could have actually retired last year. And I actually uh, stayed in this year because I, I, I thought that the transition for a new principal coming in <laughs> at the beginning of this year would have been uh, terrible and, and not good for our students and our staff. So, so I figured, yeah, we'll put in another year, but what a year to put in because it was extremely difficult. And, um, you know, starting off the school year in the hybrid model, which has never been done before ever in the history uh, of education and, and that type of thing, um, you know, was, was a significant challenge. And I think then, um, having new things come up um, that you constantly need to invent. And I, I think that's the biggest challenge was you'd be coming, going along and then unsun something would come up and you'd have to invent a whole new system. And you'd be going along and that system would be in place and pretty soon you'd have to invent another new system. So you constantly felt like you're inventing and establishing uh, new systems throughout the whole year. And I think that's the, uh, the difficulty and the challenge was trying to keep up with that pace, trying to just uh, keep up with the stamina <laughs> required to make all that happen. Uh, I think that was huge. And, and then, um, you know, obviously everybody has their opinions on how things should be done. And you just hope that you do the best that you possibly can for kids and for our teachers and that type of thing. And, and you know, a lot of times there's no right or wrong answers. 
there's just the ability to move forward and and make progress and whether it's the best or not the key is to move forward and make progress and have kids continue their education process as much as they can and um, and then you look back you kind of think well is there something that I would have done differently you know and I can't say that there's too many things that I would really have done differently uh, especially given the different kind of conditions that we had would there be some things that I'd like to have fine-tuned absolutely did we have time to fine-tune probably not because <laughs> we had to move forward so fast and and rigorously so so I guess those are my thoughts and on the 2021 school year and and uh, we're wrapping up pretty nice and and looking forward to an in-person graduation um, you know going back to the practice and you know I'm trying to go back to two years ago because you know we're going more back to the tradition so we have to dig up the final the files from two years as far as the process and all that kind of sort concern and you think it'd be simple but yet it's not and and uh, you know, two years ago, some you know you forget how certain things were done, you know, and you have to remember what those things are. So, so it's uh, even challenging in that respect. Even though we're going back into more of a traditional, it still comes with challenges. Yeah, it's been a crazy year. Um, so to wrap up, Abby and I are just going to give you five questions. It'll just be it'll be nothing about being a principal, nothing about retirement, nothing about this crazy year. Um, it'll just be kind of questions about you. Um, so Abby, we'll start off with our fire drill and then we'll go from there. Where is your favorite place to go camping? Hmm, good question. So first of all, you knew that I go camping. <laughs> she obviously lives close to me, so she probably sees, sees that I do some camping. Um, you know, I really like, uh, this is going to be kind of interesting, but my home area is, is uh, Moose Lake Barnum, which is about 40 miles south of Duluth. And you know, um, I still have a love for that area, and I would say anything that's that's close to that area, um, close to Duluth, because there's so much to see and and enjoy as far as nature. So um, the type of camping is probably more important than where. Um, I really like to be in in camping areas where um, I'm close to nature. I'm away from. Uh, you know everybody so that I can be enjoy nature and uh, listen to nature and not necessarily be listening to somebody else's favorite song you know two camp stone for me so so I really like any camp that really has a lot of nature and lake or hiking trails or that kind of stuff so what is your least favorite type of food my least favorite hmm liver and onions so I don't like liver and onions I had to eat liver and onions when I was a kid and and uh, uh, when I was going to school you know, I did uh, this is kind of an interesting thing I did take some meat science and that type of thing because my background is actually a vocational egg teacher you know and, and uh, so the meat science person says you know if anybody tells you that you should eat liver you know he said, you know, uh, because of iron, so it increases your amount of iron. He said, just tell them that you're going to take a couple iron tablets. So, because uh, uh, liver doesn't do such a great thing in the body, you know, it's got a certain function, and 
and that's not a good thing to be bringing to the table. So, so anyway, so liver has to be my worst. Are you a Chevy or Ford person? <laughs> well, I I wasn't uh, either until I uh, bought my uh, Ford pickup. So I guess I'd have to say I'm more of a Ford person right now. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, but I, I, I don't have a strong feeling one, or, one way or another, so. What is your largest pet peeve? Um, jeepers, that's interesting. Um, well, I'll bring it to a student level, I guess. Um, my biggest thing that I have is, is uh, when you know that you got students that have a whole lot of skill and a whole lot of ability and a whole lot of talent, and they don't tap into it. And that would have to be my kind of my frustrating thing that I have as an educator. And occasionally you come across where you got, you know that they got a lot of natural talent, and you know they got a lot of skills, but but they uh, aren't willing to tone in on them and and develop them. And uh, so that sometimes can be the biggest challenge uh, that I see. You know, and then you get kids that are on the other end that they're working as hard as they possibly can and they're putting in all the kind of efforts and stuff and that's that's probably more of my total enjoyment in I see what is your favorite movie favorite movie that's kind of interesting you know I guess I've watched Harry Potter so many times and you know it'd be hard to say that I don't like uh, uh, I can't say that it's not one of my top ones but um, definitely, uh, I like, uh, like the Harry Potter series. Uh, I just think it's very creative and very well done, and it kind of brings you into a whole different world, uh, which is kind of neat. And, and uh, so I, I definitely enjoy watching the movie. And if I have to, if I go beyond that, I'd have to think a little bit more. So, um, but I think I'll stick with the Harry Potter series can't go wrong with that yeah there you go well thank you so much for your interview we absolutely loved having you on thank you for everything you've done for chatfield um, you'll be missed yeah and thank you for these podcasts this is pretty neat and people can listen to them when they're on the just driving down the road and pop in you know and listen to it and which is pretty cool so thanks for having me on i enjoyed it thank you you bet so for the small town load on this week we are going to be discussing the very first thing I should say we're going to be discussing is baseball and Coach Baum's 300th win. So it was pretty exciting um, to start um, Chatfield Baseball on Memorial Day this year, beat La Crescent. Abby, were you at the game? I was. Oh, it was a pretty exciting game. It was. It was nerve-wracking for a little bit. Oh, there was no, no nerves. No <laughs> nerves. Never a doubt. Um, uh, the, the boys played really, really well, won 5-3, to three, and moved on to the double elimination section and um so they put caledonia on this upcoming thursday um that'll be a it'll be a good matchup uh, last time these two teams played i believe caledonia won 11 to 8 off the top of my head i think that's what it was um and they scored three runs in the top of the seventh which is the last inning so it was a really really good game um it should be the same way this week um also abby can you tell us a little bit about the fact or that coach Baum won 300 games yeah, so about a week ago or so, the baseball team won, and it was just kind of, like, obviously a win's a win, and that's good, and it was kind of a normal win, 
But then we realized that that would be Coach Baum's 300th win. So then he got a sign on his door, and a lot of people have been congratulating him, and it was in the announcements and stuff. And I think everyone knows now. Right, and 300 wins is a lot. It is. And if you ask Coach Baum, he'll say that he'll try to he tries to be humble and play it off like, oh, that just means I've been here for a long time. But no, 300 wins is legit. Like, that's that's awesome. So congratulations, Coach Baum. Um, congratulations to the baseball team. Keep trucking. That's definitely a per- very persevering group, a difficult year to play baseball, and still, like, they're out there and play- they're playing well right now. So it's an exciting time to be a Chatfield Gopher baseball player. Um, so what's what do we have next, Abby? Last Friday, the Delta group put on an assembly for the end of the year for students, and we did it on Friday so that it wouldn't interfere with final schedules and people could just take the last three days to focus on that, and we give one last fun day to kind of get people through their finals and give them hope that the school year's ending and stuff. So there are games, uh, Kahoot, and like a lot of recognition of different awards of a lot of different groups in the school. Yeah, um, it was it was really nice. Just to, it was kind of a common theme we've had throughout the years. Just like that sense of normalcy is coming back. Yeah, like it was like a normal thing to happen. Like it was nice to see. So we were able to have all the seniors and juniors, and juniors in the gym, which was nice. Like it was like we were one step closer to getting everybody back in the gym for a normal assembly. Um, Mrs. DeBoer and the assembly group did a great job. I mean, like for how well it was organized. Um, Katie Dornack and Henry Warden were the MCs, and they did fantastic. They were running around the school, trying to make sure everyone was involved. It was it was really cool to see how everybody was able to have some sort of say in it. It was cool to see eighth graders, seventh graders, ninth, tenth, up to twelfth graders. Um, it, it was awesome just to see everybody involved. So they did a really really good job. Um, and then I know that I think it was even was it broadcast on CCTV. Yes, it was. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. Really 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 good work to the assembly group and anybody else who helped out. It was a lot of fun, it was a lot of fun. Um, the one thing I did get from this though is that, uh, Senor, I'm talking to you, you really need to work on your singing voice. That he was, does. I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. They, they had karaoke and Senor was just disappointing. But Mr. Sylvia can't talk because he was too scared to go up there and do it. So gotta respect Senor for actually having the guts to do it. Well, I'm not saying. Huh? I'm not no. saying that. I, I was just. I, I'm not saying that. I was. I heard. <laughs> so, Senor might have talked himself up, saying he has the voice of an angel and Beyonce combined. So, <laughs> when I hear that, I was expecting a voice of angel and Beyonce, but I didn't get that. So, um, not hating on you, Senor. Just saying that. Uh, you expecting more? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I'm hating on you, senor. But uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody that did it was awesome. Um, thank you to the staff and students that went and did karaoke in front of everybody. That takes some guts, more than I've got. So congratulations to all those people. Um, and to kind of conclude everything, so Delta end of the year assembly, we're going to talk kind of this this end of this COVID year. Um, it's been a crazy year. As Abby said, it's like the, the light at the end of the tunnel is right there. Um, and it's been just awesome so like it's crazy to think like we as Mr. Paulson said are living through something that's never been done um he said that a couple times this year so he said that like that we've gone through this is like a historic time we've never had things like hybrid we've never had things like um distance learning anything like that so it's been a crazy year and we've gotten through it and 
it's it's crazy to think like just to look back this year and be like ah oh, that was this year <laughs> like, <laughs> like i think of like last year and a half almost right well i mean like i forget last like forget last year like i'm just thinking this year like to think back and be like oh we, we switched learning models oh we did it again mm-hmm. oh we did it again oh this t- this week yeah. we have this many kids out on corn it's just crazy to think like that was all in one year Right, it is. And it's finally over, like, or almost over. <laughs> like, it's... Hopefully. Uh, it's just been so crazy. Like, I know for staff and students, like, for me speaking for staff and Abby speaking for students, it's been a crazy year. It <laughs> has been. Um, it'll be nice, and we're hopeful that next year is, like, an actual normal year. Um, right. But, yeah, it's been... What? Are, so what are you looking forward to at the end of this COVID year? What's the thing that you're most excited to move forward with? for like COVID being done or just, just in general in general I think it's going to be great for next year hopefully we're back in school without masks and you can actually see people again and hopefully everyone will be in the building then and not some people still distance learning and stuff so we'll have our whole class back together for our senior year which is the other thing I'm looking forward to just uh, one year left <laughs> oh just why don't you stop that you're, you're gonna miss coming I'm gonna flunk out yep maybe it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Can't come into room 213 anymore. She'll be sad. Um, <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Kind of, so another thing that's going to change in this school is that the fact that, as everybody knows, like we're getting a new principal. Um, yeah. And to kind of signal the end of our first season, we thought it'd be really cool to bring in Mr. Paulson to kind of wrap everything up for us. Tell us what he's looking forward to. Tell us everything he's done. So that's your weekly press conference this week. So... I uh, hope we're, you're looking forward to this and enjoy our weekly press conference with Mr. Paulson. So in my mind, like not picking on Mr. Paulson or anything, but like I'm 25 years old. So for Mr. Paulson to be here for 26 years, I'm thinking like, oh, that's a long time. So when I hear of all the things that he talked about changing, like from email to the fact of seeing all this new technology come in, like it's crazy to think someone can adapt that well and still be in the same place for 26 years. So it really shows how, I mean, I don't, I hate to keep using the word perseverance or persevering, but Mr. Paulson's persevered through a lot here at Chatfield. Like, I mean, to go from a time where it was 26 years ago, like I, can, I, I obviously don't even know what the world looked like then. Um, I guess not. <laughs> but, um, he's obviously left a lasting impact on Chatfield and it was also cool to, hear like the difficulties an administrator faces during a COVID year. I thought that was, I mean, maybe that's like the nerd side of me coming out and being like, that's cool to know that's what had to happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a difficult year. And like you said, like some people might not agree with what he's done. There's probably not a right or a wrong answer, but I mean, hey, it's still nice to know like when he goes to other schools to be like, wow, they're, in a, they're that was probably way harder for them than it was for us. So thanks for all your service, Mr. Paulson. Um, 26 years, man, that's crazy. This week's quote of the week kind of goes off of what Mr. Paulson said. He said, believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and believe that you might be that light for someone else. What a beautiful quote. So <laughs> from us to you, thank you for listening for our first season of the Gopher Podcast. It's been awesome. Hopefully Abby's willing to come back next year. If not. I suppose. Oh, I was going to say we might have an upgrade around the corner. but Oh, too uh, bad. Not. But uh, it has been so much fun for the first season. Um, we can't wait to talk to you guys again next year to start our school year and kind of get you guys back and see what all these changes are about. 
Um, so from Abby and I to you and Nathan Dietz buying me a four-course meal, <laughs> thank you for a great year. Um, it's never going to happen. What do you say, Abby? Cue the band. <laughs>